It's a good day, good day to be alive. Everyone sing now. So let's do more than just survive. That's what I'm saying. Don't lose sight of all the beauty that surrounds you. Don't let it Hey, good morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome to AM 1160, the Quest Live Spring Pledge Drive. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jack Tyson. I'm joined in studio by Steph Ike and our engineer and and board entrepreneur, Rachel Miller. She'll be telling us what to do anytime we get off we get off track. We're broadcasting live for the next three days, bringing you some very special guests each day from nine to one in the afternoon, and then again at four to six p.m. each day. And we hope you're going to write down this number now and and, uh, make a pledge, and then you can sit back for the rest of the next three days and and enjoy the programming. So here's the number you need to know. It's 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. And you can also go go online to uh, thequestatlanta.com, and you can make a, a donation there. But as as we like to say, all good things start in prayer. So, so Steph, why don't we open our, our hour with a prayer that Father Jim Blunt taught us? That sounds great. That's the Unity Prayer. And you can actually find that on our website as well at thequestatlanta.com. It begins with, My adorable Jesus. May our feet journey together. May our hands gather in unity. May our hearts beat in unison. May our souls be in harmony. May our thoughts be as one. May our ears listen to the silence together. May our glances profoundly penetrate each other. May our lips pray together to gain mercy from the Eternal Father. Amen. Amen. That's great. We we love that prayer, and Father Jim taught it to us about about this time last year when That's his right. um, his show uh, was just starting up, and uh, and we'll be live this afternoon at 2 o'clock with Father Jim again. So That's right. We hope you join us at 2 o'clock. It's going to be a great hour. So we're, we're looking looking very much forward to that. And, you know, this is a great week for the Quest, and we do this twice a, twice a year. And one of the reasons is that the whole Quest community comes together during a pledge drive. Not only, you know, the folks who are here on a regular basis, but volunteers can come and go, you know, for the three straight days. And then uh, our listeners are, are out there making donations and, and supporting us to keep to keep the, the quest on the air and vibrant. So I want to give a little shout out to the four volunteers who are already in the phone room taking calls. There's Valerie, Marty, Alice, and Paula. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you, guys. And a special little shout out to Valerie and Marty, because they are fellow alumni of St. John's University from New York, as, as am I. Marty actually runs our, our local Georgia chapter. We're a very, very active chapter. So our first little challenge for, the, for these uh, Pledge Drive days is if you went to Catholic school, elementary school, high school, college or university, maybe, maybe grad school, why don't you give us a call now and make a donation in the name of your favorite Catholic school so we can read it out on the air? Or maybe maybe the name of your favorite teacher. You know, we all have great memories from, from those years, and I'd like to thank my fellow alumni for being here, and let's, uh, let's give a shout-out to the entire uh, Catholic school community by getting some donations going in the names of your favorite schools. That's a great idea, Jack. I like that. Well, 
So, <laughs> you know, okay. You know, today, since you've, you've started us with this, it, it really is kind of a great day for us to be able to name drop a little bit. And I'm going to start uh, by actually pulling a fun card and give a shout out to someone who is an amazing woman. She's a listener and a fan of the station, and she's kind of like a, a fairy godmother to me. Uh, and to the quest, I have to say, at one of our very first pledge drives, she saw me running up and down the halls, bringing news into the studio and prayer requests into the chapel. And so she went out and bought me a pair of slippers the next day and brought them into the station. And I love those slippers and I love Ginger. If you're listening, Ginger, I'm wearing those slippers right now. See, guys? I can see them. They, they're the cushiest slippers I've ever seen. I have to have them on me. And I'll tell you what, if a priest wouldn't think it's silly, I'd have them blessed. I love them so much. So Ginger's catering lunch for everyone tomorrow. So yes, she's kind of actually everyone's fairy godmother here in the Quest. Good morning, Ginger. And good morning to all of you, our listeners on the Quest. Grab your coffee and get ready for three great days as we kick it off with this hour. Hey, folks, if you're just joining in you haven't you haven't missed much we're uh, we're just getting underway with 3 days of the spring pledge drive but if you are just joining in then you missed the phone number that we gave out a couple couple minutes ago and that number to call and make a make a donation is 470-508-1160 or go online to thequestatlanta.com two really easy ways to to make a donation to the quest and, and keep us up and running you know, Jack, we've been talking about these tremendous volunteers that we have who give their time and their unique talent to this station. And we're incredibly blessed and grateful to all of those who spend their time with us. And um, they're so dedicated that we thought it would be kind of fun. We talked about it this week that it would be fun to um, it, maybe have them come in and do a little clip for us and, and for us to be able to talk about you know, kind of what happens behind the scenes in the studio, in the chapel, in the office, and even on our teams out in parishes. And so some of them were actually able to come in and leave a message for us. So we'll be playing those. We've asked them to share what they do for the quest. And it's kind of a reminder, if you feel a calling or an interest in being part of this team, call us at 470-508-1160 or email us at info at thequestatlanta.com. I don't think you'd regret it. Rachel, can you play one of our first clips? Yes, let's hear from Paula, Maria, and Chuck, three of our amazing volunteers. Oh, awesome. Hi, this is Paula, a volunteer with The Quest. I'm from St. Peter Chanel Catholic Church in Roswell. At The Quest, I help with outreach and parish partnerships. I have one of the fun volunteer tasks at the station. I send birthday cards to the priests in the Atlanta Archdiocese. Father, if you are listening, if you have not received a birthday card from The Quest Catholic Radio, We'd love for you to call or email us and let us know when your birthday is. We'd love to send you a birthday card from the staff and volunteers at the station. And we'd love to announce your birthday on the air so your flock can pray for you on your birthday. You can call or email us. The number for the Quest Catholic radio station is 470-508-1160. Or you can email us at info at com. 
Another fun task is sending congratulatory cards to the RCIA candidates in the Archdiocese, welcoming new Catholics into the fullness of the faith. I can't think of a better way for a new Catholic to grow in their knowledge of the faith than by listening to our programs on the Quest Catholic radio station. Our programs inspire and inform about our Catholic faith. I love volunteering in the studio in Roswell. We're a great group of like-minded folks who have a passion for our Catholic faith. It's fun meeting parishioners from around the Archdiocese who stop by the Quest Studio offices or come to pray in our Adoration Chapel. It's also fun meeting priests from the Archdiocese who stop by or come to say Mass in our small chapel. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria Forbes from Mary Our Queen in Peachtree Corners. I'm so thrilled to be part of the Quest Atlanta. God has brought together an amazing team of people in our own city, and I'm grateful for the shared insights from fellow Atlanta Catholics. I was introduced to the Quest by a close friend who had also been recently introduced to the station. God was at work to bring us together and help us on our spiritual journeys. My friend and I explored our God-given strengths, and while she engaged her talents on a project with the Quest team, she felt that my abilities would also bring value to the project. That was the kind of Holy Spirit moment that happens when we come together to build His kingdom. One brings one seems so natural now that I've experienced this in my life. We need the great content that the Quest shows bring to us to help others one by one to discover Christ. Well, my name is uh, Chuck Persner, and I am one of the voice talents up here at The Quest. Uh, you may hear my voice on some of the lesser-known saints promos and spots that we do. Uh, and I say we because I do them with my, uh, my good friend Ken Taza. Ken was really the one who had gotten me involved with the radio station. He was a volunteer from the very beginning, and um, I came on maybe four or five months after him. I had heard about this Catholic radio station. Uh, word of mouth was passing through our parish. I'm a parishioner at St. Michael the Archangel. And uh, it was exciting. I've always loved radio. Uh, I'd always wanted to be involved in radio in some capacity. But um, life happens, your career starts, and it seems like it's going to be one of those dreams that just goes unfulfilled. But then when I find out there's an opportunity to be involved in, in some capacity, any capacity, it was very exciting. So I tagged along and I got to know Carol right away, who's a great lady and, and really, you know, big part of the heart and soul up here, the founder. Some of the other on-air things we do, we do birthday greetings for our priests, and uh, that's something that's unique and special that we do up here. For every priest in the parish, we uh, record uh, spots and we air them on their birthday throughout the day. Uh, occasionally, I'll write some copy that makes its way onto the air by way of a promo or an announcement of an upcoming parish activity. love to write. That's probably one of my, my favorite talents, uh, what I enjoy perhaps doing the most. But the voice work's exciting, too. I love uh, the opportunity to get on and be able to volunteer and really any capacity I can. If I come in and envelopes need to be stuffed, I'll gladly do it. It's just a great thing to be a part of. And to think that so many people are being touched by this station, it's growing, it's flourishing, it's only going to keep getting better. So it's um, it's been a great uh, experience in my life. I only wish I could spend even more time here. And anytime I have free time, I come in and I, um, and I enjoy it. I help a little bit with the social media as well. And that's an easy thing to do as a volunteer because you can do that from wherever you are. You just uh, plot them out. And our social media is um, primarily it consists of uh, St. Feast Days, quotes, interesting facts about the Catholic Church, and things of that nature. It's really been a joy, and uh, particularly in getting to know Rachel, who's our new um, production manager. She's been a, a, a great one to work with, great resource, and uh, I've really enjoyed it, and I look forward to the future and what it holds. What a great group of volunteers. I know. And how about that, Paula? She she 
mixed in the phone number and how to donate into in her in her uh in her message and and you know she she must go home and just think about 470-508-1160 every minute of the day she couldn't she couldn't resist that's a good thing and you know one thing she didn't mention is that she's also a sacristan for us and she sets up all the masses with all the priests and gets them to come in and by the way ask when you call about the St. Gabriel Society, because those priests are coming in to say masses for the intentions of all those who are in the St. Gabriel Society. So when you call, ask about it. And Paula's in uh, in there taking calls right now, and she is a volunteer machine. I've seen her in action, and you know the birthday cards that go out, and the different personal greetings, and the and uh, the message to RCIA, you know, graduates. You know, my wife was a RCIA graduate. Uh, Oh man, it's, it's like 12 years ago at this point. And, you know, it's such an uplifting, uh, process. And then for the quest to sort of cap it off and, and welcome people and, and encourage them to get active right away. It's just, it's just really cool. And, and we really appreciate Paula, Maria and Chuck and, and really all the volunteers who, uh, who share the same level of passion. That's right. Hey, Rachel, can you tell us uh, what our goals are for this hour? I would love to. So our goal this hour is to get 15 donors. Okay. Um, we've actually already got some coming in, so why don't I tell you who Ooh, we've got? Oh, all right. All right, so we have Catherine T. from Alpharetta, Helga mm-hmm. B. from Atlanta, Elizabeth G. from Lilburn, Lloyd F. from Ackworth, James N. from Dunwoody, Mary C. from Roswell, and Paul and Peggy from Roswell. Thank you so much to everybody oh, who's donated wow. so far. That's great. Absolutely. That's great. Thanks, and we've everybody. got a $1,000 match this hour, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So all of you who've called in, your money will be matched up to $1,000 so, uh, total for this hour. So call in. We need that extra match money, guys. Thank you so much for your generosity. Rachel, how about some more of our volunteers? Do you have any clips? Oh, yes. Okay, so we have Sue, Adam, and Julie, and I hope you enjoy hearing all about what they do here at The Quest. Good morning. I am Sue Said. Besides money, The Quest runs on prayer. We have 18 intercessors who pray from their homes daily for the needs of this station, for peace in our country, and for the requests that people call into our stations that are recorded in a book and kept in our chapel. Additionally, we have generous men and women who come into the chapel here at the station for adoration and thanksgiving to Jesus. We especially need at this time one or two more guardians to commit to an hour of prayer on Friday. Would you prayerfully consider joining us? If so, contact us at 470-508-1160. This station has blessed my life through its teaching, the relationships here, the scriptures, and many traditional prayers that are said during the day, messages of hope and help it brings to Atlanta. Please join us as we seek to inspire, inform, and bless our listeners. 
Thank you. What's going on, my fellow Catholics in the Atlanta area? My name is Adam. I'm a volunteer here at AM 1160 The Quest Catholic Radio. You may have seen some of the graphics or heard some of the voice spots that I've been so happy and privileged to be a part of. Uh, That's a little bit of what I do as a volunteer here at The Quest. I joined initially out of interest for pursuing vocal work and quickly discovered how uh, impactful Catholic Radio can truly be. And I'm so blessed that uh, Carol was able to bring me on as the founder uh, of the quest and uh, there's it, it helped me realize that there's a lot of lost people out there that are kind of just drifting through life i used to be one of them part of me still thinks that i am still one of them but the catholic radio definitely helps me get back on track and i truly believe that it's not until someone hears or sees something that can truly inspire them that they make the choice to come closer to christ or live out their life in a closer pursuit of a relationship with God. So I'm just happy to be a part of someone's potential journey here. Uh, I think that is just captivating of, of a thought, and I'm truly blessed to be a small part of their journey. So we're happy to have you as a listener. We're glad to be a part of your journey. If you'd like to keep other people's journeys, my journey, and everyone here that volunteers here's journey going, uh, keeping us in your prayers, uh, your thoughts, and also donating from time to time to the quest definitely helps keep this mission going. So we're happy to have you. God bless. And uh, please continue to listen to AM 1160 The Quest. Hi, my name is Julie Liker, and I'm a member of St. Peter Chanel in Roswell. I started to volunteer at The Quest a little over a year ago. I help out with mostly administrative duties, such as paying bills, filing, making phone calls, really anything that Carol needs help with that takes time, but doesn't take much artistic creativity, which I have none. During this age of COVID, it's been a blessing to be able to volunteer in person. The Quest has a great group of like-minded volunteers who are a joy to work with. Plus, we are all working towards the same goal, which is spreading the understanding and love of Jesus through His Church. Wow, another great group of volunteers. Sue, Adam, and and Julie, those those folks are, are amazing. So... Everybody who's listening, welcome to AM 1160. This is the Quest Live Spring Pledge Drive. I'm Jack Tyson, joined by Steph Ike. And in case you missed the, the phone number earlier, give us a call and, and make a pledge. The, the number to call is 470-508-1160. Or if you're sitting at your home office, like most of us still are these days, send us an email at info at thequestatlanta.com. Yeah. And, you know, Sue mentioned our prayer intercessors that we have 18 prayer intercessors. We have lots of people who come in and adore and we have intercessors in our chapel right now. We have people who are in adoration. In fact, I think my husband's in there right now, but there are others who are in there as well, praying for you, praying for generosity, but also praying for your requests. So call right now. If you've got a special prayer request, we would be happy to run that request right into the chapel. We have people on their knees praying for you right now. Folks, before we go to another clip, I'll give you the number one more time. It's 470-508-1160. And I think we've got some more special people, don't we? All right. Here are Laurie and Phil. Hi, I'm Laurie Marchuk. I've just been so blessed to be a volunteer here at The Quest for, oh my goodness, I think it's almost three years now. I work in the back office, and I do mostly administrative type work, bookkeeping. I check through the emails and just a whole other host of uh, duties around here, which are all fun. They're all good. It's all fun. 
I would say the most exciting part to me is how God led me here. And it was just such a fun little journey where a friend of mine told me to go to Holy Spirit Bible study. And then from there, I got into, it was a big Bible study and got into a small group. And then I ended up in Carol's Tierra Smith uh, small group. And I just happened to mention that I was looking for a place to volunteer. And she said, boy, do I have a place for you. So I uh, quickly joined the quest. And that was back in June 2018. And I've been here ever since. And I just love it. I love um, being around all these wonderful, good Catholics here. We have such great discussions. And I also love meeting all the priests that we get to uh, have here in the studio to say our masses. So it's just a win-win situation for me all the way around. And I just love it. So I hope all listeners continue to tune in and support Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. Hi, my name is Phil Johnson, and I'm a parishioner of Transfiguration Catholic Church in Marietta, Georgia. I have been volunteering at The Quest since early September 2020. Coincidentally, at about that time, the fall of 2020, preparation was well underway to prepare for the fall pledge drive in October. So I found myself involved in helping out however I could to get ready for that drive. Then during the pledge drive itself, I mainly helped out with the volunteer team, handling the phone calls from people calling in to make their donations, pledges, and supporting their favorite on-air personality. Well, one thing led to another, and from last fall, I found myself involved in almost everything related to this spring's pledge drive, which we're kicking off today. So my short time at the Quest has primarily been to do what I can to ready the station for today. I, I really didn't know what to expect when I first started volunteering. My wife was a regular listener, and I had listened on occasion, so she originally suggested I give it a try, and... I can tell you, once I did come in, I knew from day one, this was a special place. I didn't know anybody, but I can tell you from that welcome I received that day, that first day, this was a place that I knew was a place of consequence. Uh, Everything the Quest offers is an experience of consequence. Life is experience, right? So to me, the programming, the leaders, the team of volunteers, it's truly an authentic Catholic community devoted to the truth, Jesus Christ. The Quest is all about what really matters, so I'm glad and blessed to be a part of that. And we are truly blessed to have those two, Lori and Phil. Lori has done so much for us over the years, and just right from the start, she's been with us, kind of leading the way in many, many things we do. And Phil is actually in charge of this spring pledge drive. So, Phil, thank you so much for your leadership in pulling all of this together for us. You know, he's easy to pick out of the crowd, Steph, because he's the one with the phone number tattooed across his forehead right now, right? (laughs) As he he comes around the corner, we can see 470-508-1160 right across, right right above his eyebrows. And just as a reminder, you can also send us uh, an email at info at thequestatlanta.com. We're hoping to get at least 15 callers this this hour, and we may already be there. Rachel, I can see her counting up across from me right now. And uh, and folks, just uh, you know, give us a call now, and then you can sit back and listen for the next three days and enjoy the great guests that we have for you on, on the Pledge Drive. And Jack, this is great. We are halfway there. I think I count seven donors right now. So we're about halfway through the hour, halfway to our goal. Let's keep calling. Let's light up the phone lines. Yeah, come on, everybody. And we've had a good time so far just sharing uh, some clips from our volunteers. And there are so many 
volunteers who spend frequent time with us helping us at the station with marketing and graphics and outreach and accounting, co-hosting shows and being voice talent and just paying the bills and being spiritual warriors. There are so many and we would like to get to all of them and showcase them down the road as well. We'd also like to take a second and thank all of the hosts and co-hosts and guests you'll be hearing over these three days. They've been preparing for you and they will blow you away. Grateful to all of you. We're, we we certainly are, and I'm going to take this opportunity to give a shout out to to Steph, my co-host Steph Ike, and Carol <laughs> Tearsmith. They they run the quest, and you know Phil and I have had a conversation, and and we agree that all of us are called by the Holy Spirit, but some of us are called by Carol and Steph. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thanks for all you guys do too. I know I know Carol's listening in right now. So folks, the number to call once again is four seven zero five zero eight. 1160 or go online to info at thequestatlanta.com. And Jack is one of those heroes of the station. So thank you, Jack, for all you do for us. He is a frequent co-host for us. You hear him every Tuesday at two o'clock on Heaven's Light. And he uh, backs us up for lots of other things, too. And he runs our uh, parish outreach organization as well. And Jack, we've heard you talk about Heaven's Light a little bit. We've heard so many eye-opening episodes together, you and I, on Heaven's Light, haven't we? It's It's been incredible. Yeah, and Father Jim Blunt from the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity is our featured guest each week, and he never fails to kind of hold us in our seats. If you want to infuse your faith with some real inspiration, don't miss that show. It's Heaven's Light at 2 p.m. on Tuesdays. And we know it's a powerful show because Rachel and Jack and I and Carol always talk about how much spiritual warfare we have during that show or even just getting to to get the show started. Lots of things happen where we're praying the St. Michael prayer and the unity prayer and uh, sprinkling holy water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the only reason we can keep our seats is because Father Jim usually gives us a warning and and says, team, put on your (laughs) seatbelt. That's right. And it's, it's it's really incredible. But I like to say that, you know, working on that show, volunteering, helping out, you know, have a ringside seat to just some, you know, incredible and inspirational messages that Father Jim brings. But you know what? If you're tuning in, you've got the same ringside seat. It's really no, there's no separation. We're all one close-knit community. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rachel, do you have a clip of Heaven's Light for us? Uh, yeah, let's take a listen to this one. Okay. The most amazing fact of it all is this. He longs for you and me. He longs for us more than we long for him. He longs for us. This God is so beautiful. His love is so great. It's simply indescribable. I would say the challenge and the word is this, get lost in his love. Lose yourself in the love of your divine redeemer. No one can measure his love or his greatness. It's beyond all words and all telling and all measurement. God is great and he loves you. And all of the greatness of God is contained in that one little host in front of you. All the greatness of God. And so may we begin to long for God as he longs for us in the Eucharist. And we ask Mary to give us her longing for God. Yes, that longing. And we get so many wonderful gems from Father Jim. They're just too good not to share. So, Rachel, I'm just wondering, do you have anything else, like another one you could play for us? I do. Here, let's play this one. Okay. And you might say, Holy Communion, that's for the week. 
It's for the sick. It's for those of us who want to become saints. Every saint who's canonized, you can see that great quality in them of a tremendous love and unity with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. So St. Peter Julian Martin knew this, that we, we can't be depriving people of the sacraments and Holy Communion. Quite the opposite. We need to make the Lord in the Eucharist and Confession readily available to anyone. It's precisely through these two sacraments. Of course, Holy Eucharist is the greatest of the sacraments. It's precisely here that we receive our mission and our sainthood from God, indeed our salvation. And so Peter Julian Martin knew this. He was like stricken with a flame inside of him, a flame of love for the Eucharist, that we have to have the Eucharist. It really is the secret to all sanctity, so much so that Pope Benedict said, that is God's secret plan to transform the world, he says, is the Holy Mass. The transformation that comes about in the Mass in the Eucharist, is meant to be transferred to us. The Mass is God's secret plan to save the universe. Amen? Amen. Amen. Wow, that was great. So, folks, those are just two clips from just like the last 10 minutes of the last show we just did last week. Every hour is so rich, and we learn so much, don't we, Jack? We do, we do, and it's just a tiny little morsel of a of a of a sneak preview. And folks, we're coming up to the to the bottom of the hour. So before we go for a quick break, I want to give you the phone number one more time. It's four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or info at thequestatlanta dot com. We'll be back in a in a couple minutes with a very special guest. This is Father Neil Hurley from St. Bridget Catholic Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. You've discovered Atlanta's Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. WCFO, East Point, Atlanta. Welcome to The Quest. AM 1160, The Quest challenges you to share the faith this Lenten season. Ask someone in your life to listen to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. Invite a friend to listen to The Quest Atlanta today. It's here. You're listening to AM 1160 The Quest. This is Seek His Kingdom, your Atlanta Catholic radio station's spring pledge drive. We are here to journey together with you and take your calls in support of AM 1160 The Quest. Stay tuned for more great local content and call in to support your Catholic radio at 470-508-1160 to get your pledge in. Check out the schedule and interview lineup on thequestatlanta.com. You can click the donate button to pledge a donation or call 470-508-1160. Help the quest to build up his kingdom. It's not too late. If you're listening, you know you're enjoying. So be part of this important mission today. 470-508-1160. God bless. Please join us in a prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Healthcare providers should care about health, right? 
Why then has Planned Parenthood's actual women's health care services dropped over 72% in the last 10 years? Abortion is not health care. Abortion kills. Planned Parenthood is the largest abortion provider in the United States with 700 abortion facilities, and in the 2019 fiscal year, they ended 345,672 innocent American lives. This is an increase of 13,000 in the last year and 25,000 over the last two years. To put that in context, that is about half the population of Washington, D.C. Why then does the United States government continue to send the millions of taxpayer dollars in funding and grants year after year? If we don't stop them, no one will. Let's love God by loving life. Show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest Spring Pledge Drive. I'm Steph Ike, and I'm co-hosting today with Jack Tyson and Rachel Miller, our extraordinary engineers at the board. We want to remind you of our phone number so you can call in 470-508-1160. Again, 470-508-1160. Or you can just go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. If you're donating in honor of someone on the air right now or someone coming up, just click the button that says to dedicate your donation. And then we'll put it on the air. We have people in adoration in the chapel right now praying for the success of this pledge drive and also for all of you out there and your prayer intentions. So call us with those as well. 470-508-1160. Jack, you're hosting someone very special this hour. I am. I am. Welcome back, everybody. And, uh, you know, we um, when we heard about the work that Jane Robbins has has done in her, throughout her career we we knew we needed to find a way to to welcome her to the quest and have her on air and we said you know what the pledge drive is the perfect time to do that because mm-hmm. the topic that we have for you folks for the next 30 minutes is a it's a big topic it's relevant it's timely and it's it's right now and she's got enormous experience in this area. Jane is an attorney, a researcher on religious liberty. Uh, she's done work in student and parental rights. She's testified before state legislatures and Congress. She's a graduate of Clemson University and Harvard Law School, and one of those universities has a really good football team. So welcome, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Yeah, so so you're here to t- talk to us today a little bit about the, the Equality Act, and, and I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit and and ask the last question first. And my my last question was going to be along the lines of, you know, this is a highly political topic. And when the political parties get their hands around a topic, you can tell, you know, who's doing a great job in the world of public relations. And just the mere fact that this is called the Equality Act, people would naturally assume, oh, well, that must be a good thing. But what is the Equality Act? What do we need to know about it? Well, it's not about equality, put mm-hmm. it that way. Um, and you had asked what we should be calling it, and I thought about that. And the problem is that there are so many things this bill does that are really, really dangerous. Um, I think maybe we could tune in to 
the Erasing Women Act mm. that has something to do with, with what they're trying to accomplish here. What the Equality Act does, um, theoretically, is to update the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And they do it by including something called SOGI, S-O-G-I, which is Sexual Orientation Gender Identity, which means that it would be a federal um, uh, offense to discriminate against someone based on sexual orientation or gender identity. And so that sounds fine, and it sounds... Um, uh, like something that's not that big a deal, right? Mm. In fact, because of, of the way that would work and because of other things that are in the statute, it would revolutionize the way the, the statutory framework is set up. It would revolutionize the way people have to live their lives. Uh, this would be the first time that the government has ever protected people based on behavior, rather than on um, an immutable characteristic, such as race or sex or something like that. And it would be enormously disruptive to our country, to our culture, to our religious liberty. So uh, I'm going to ask you to, to give us an update on the status of, of the act. But first, uh, Steph, do you have the phone number handy for folks to call in? I sure do. It's 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com. So so Jane, what is what's the status of the Equality Act today? Where does it stand? Today it has passed the US House of Representatives. It was a fairly close vote. All of the Democratic uh Congress congressmen from Georgia voted yes. All the Republicans voted no. It is now in the Senate, and so we'll see how that goes. The chances in the Senate depend on whether the Democrats change the filibuster. If, they, if the filibuster is still intact, then probably it will not pass the Senate because the Republicans are standing pretty firm on it. But if they do change the, the filibuster to get rid of it so that they can pass this with just their 50 votes plus Vice President Harris, then it would pass. Oh. And with the filibuster, how many votes would they need? Sixty. Sixty. Okay. Okay. So, so it's it's in play right now. Yes. So it's it's very much the the ball is in ball is in the air. So there's a uh, a Supreme Court decision called the Bostock decision. Does does that require the Equality Act? No, it does not. Bostock was the case in which the Supreme Court erroneously, in my view, decided that Title VII, which is the employment discrimination statute, also includes and protects people based on SOGI, sexual orientation, gender identity. But that was limited only to Title VII, um, which does not deal with public accommodations, with um, with other uh, uh the businesses that that other than they're dealing with their own employees however the the rationale of the bostock decision is troubling and it would make it more likely that that sort of of philosophy is going to be extended but the equality act would remove all doubt that yes that that now soji is protected no matter what Okay. Okay. I, I mean, folks, obviously you can tell this is a, a very important act that's going through through Congress right now. And that's why we felt like this was also an important time to, to bring the information to you and uh, here on, on the quest. 
Uh, Steph, do you have the phone number handy for, for folks? Yeah, folks, you know, if you are a new or a longtime listener of Atlanta Catholic Radio, The Quest, we're inviting you right now to call in at 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com to donate. You know, this drive really allows us to say thank you. Uh, in real time, live on the air to say thank you to our Quest family for your donations and your prayers. But, you know, it might also be a time for you to consider taking this a step further with us as part of our family and commit to membership. By becoming a, a member of the Quest Radio family, you're really helping us to meet ongoing expenses to run this station. And it's really an investment in your Catholic community because we are your Atlanta Catholic radio station. So give us a call now, 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. Thanks, Steph. And Jane, I'm going to ask you to explain in in, uh, sort of categorical uh, detail in a minute the effect that SOGI and and the Equality Act have on on different types of folks. But is SOGI, is that uniquely American or is it, is it, does it exist other places in the world? It exists other places, primarily Western Europe. That's um, where you're going to see most of it. It's a Western phenomenon. You don't find a whole lot of it in places like Africa because they're dealing with other things. And a fairly new phenomenon? or uh, uh... Yes and no. Um, it, it goes back a long time. I mean, the people who push this... The, the radical leftists who push all of this, they play the long game, and they've been laying the groundwork for decades for this. But now the stars are in alignment, and they think they can get it through. It, it is. It's, it's very much like a brick-by-brick brick type yes. of type of approach. I heard in a different context, I, I heard someone once say that, you know, uh, Americans have all the watches, you know, like a watch around your wrist, but we have all the time. And how other mm-hmm. cultures are, are a lot more uh, patient than your typical American is. You know, I even remember a, an interview with a colonel who was giving an update on uh, might have been Desert Storm. And they were asking him all, all this information. And he goes, folks, this isn't the Super Bowl. I don't have third quarter stats for you, you know, <laughs> but we want we want our information that quickly. So 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 there's precedent around the world, Western Europe. And, and that's a you know, we, we have a lot of connections to, to Western Europe. So let's talk about what SOGI and the Equality Act, you know, what effect it might have on really some specific categories. And we, we'll just take them one at a time. So you already mentioned on, on women and girls. What's what you know, it seems like this would be a good thing, but it's really not. No, it's not. The um, gender identity portion of this is what is so troubling for women, because the act explicitly would prohibit um, reserving women's private spaces for women. It would explicitly allow biological men who identify or claim to identify as women to go into restrooms, locker rooms, to participate in women's sports teams. And we we see this now. We've got some litigation going on in Connecticut and some other places about women and girls protesting that the whole point of Title IX was to protect women's sports and to give women and girls more opportunities in athletics. The, this, the Equality Act would completely obliterate that because now biological men could come and, and um, compete against women. And guess what? When they compete, they win because they're bigger and they're stronger and 
Um, so there's there's no way that women can can compete against them. But also in the in the area of the privacy spaces, the locker rooms and the restrooms and this kind of thing. And this goes on in schools. And the Equality Act would prohibit schools from even reserving the restrooms and locker rooms for girls. Um, so, Jane, you're saying that if I had a daughter who's, let's say she's a sophomore in high school playing on the track team, she could have a boy in the showers with her or could be on a road trip where they're all assigned rooms and could have a boy assigned to her room. That's exactly right. Oh, wow. Two, well, uh, two words come to mind. Number one, unfair. Number two, creepy. Yes, uh, I mean, and scary. You know, especially yeah. for, for kids, you know. And I don't know how the schools could navigate around that. I remember when Title IX came around, and it was certainly tilted very much in the you know, men's favor at that time, right? You'd only have a couple uh, sports for, for girls. And, you know, it was almost like they, they were told to go be cheerleaders or something, right? And and eventually that started to to even out. Now, this, I think the word you used was obliterate. That's, um, it, it, it's not a good thing. But what about like with charities? How, what kind of effect would, would this have on charities? It would have a terrible effect on charities because, Right now, for example, Catholic charities can operate in accordance with the teachings of the Catholic Church. The Equality Act would forbid that when it comes to the teachings related to marriage and sexuality and the family. Um, for example, Catholic charities, adoption agencies, fostering um, parent agencies, they would have to, to agree to place children with same-sex couples even though that conflicts with the teachings of the church and, and it's not good for the children. It's not the, the ideal um, environment for a child. Well, those, those agencies would, would have to either comply or go out of business. So um, any charities also that, that maintain certain standards for, for example, their personnel, they only hire people who agree with the, the teachings of the church, uh, they couldn't do that anymore. Now they would have to to hire people who are living in a way that is in blatant violation of that. Um, but under the Equality Act, it would become a federal offense to restrict your your agency and its operations to the teachings of the church. So you're saying if I have a second grader in the first communion class and their teacher happens to be a pedophile and the church knows about it, they have to keep them or they lose their tax exempt status or well, what's the penalty with the with the schools it's a little bit more complicated because there is something called the ministerial exemption which okay. and the supreme court has upheld that says that that religious schools do not have to employ somebody who is is um out of step with their teachings when it comes to to teaching children uh that's they're considered to be quote ministers close quote of the church. How long that lasts, we don't know. Especially mm-hmm. with the Equality Act coming coming forward, mm-hmm. and of course the the word pedophile uh, indicates that someone is preying on children, and and you would never have to to allow that. I mean that would be a criminal offense. At least currently, it's still a criminal offense. Uh, that the culture is moving in the opposite direction, but definitely, um, for example, if if you weren't say you weren't a christian school but you were a a private school and uh you wanted to have good role models for your children you could not 
prohibit a man in a dress from teaching your kindergartners. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, well, folks, now, now you know, if you, if you hadn't been aware of the Equality Act, now you know why we felt like it was so important to have Jane on as our, as our guest today and explain, you know, the ramifications kind of on a, on a, on a bullet point basis. Um, Steph, what's the phone number folks can call in to make a pledge uh, this week? So the phone number, guys, is 470-508-1160, like Quest, right? AM 1160, the Quest. 470-508-1160, or go to dot com and click that donate button. You know, you may want to call in and donate in honor of someone very special to you. We announce that on the air as well if we have dedications. So uh, keep that in mind. And I think we mentioned earlier the St. Gabriel Society. That's any monthly donors who pledge $20 or more per month. And we have a mass said for all of them um, every month. And priests come in and uh, Paula gets those arranged for us. So all of your intentions are prayed for every month if you're part of that St. Gabriel Society. And if it's at $25 or more per month, you're not only part of the St. Gabriel Society, but you're also part of the Quest Coffee Club. And so you get a coffee mug, get the cool Quest Coffee Mug that we have. I love it. So uh, so that's a, that's a good bonus too. And you know, if you are a uh, business owner, you might want to think about becoming a business underwriter with us. If you love the Quest and you love Catholic Radio and you want to promote your business on the air, Call us now for a special promotion we're offering just during the pledge drive. So again, let me tell you one more time, 470-508-1160. And Rachel, I think, may have some news. Do you have an update for us? Yes, I just wanted to jump in and tell you guys some of our donors. Let's thank all of our donors this hour. Catherine T. from Alpharetta, Helga B. from Atlanta, Elizabeth G. from Lilburn, and Elizabeth says thank you to Jane for your untiring work for the unborn. So thank you, Jane, and thank mm-hmm. you, Elizabeth. Um, Lloyd F. from Ackworth, James N. from M. Sorry, from Dunwoody, Mary C. from Roswell, Paul and Peggy from Roswell, Lucille Phillips from Marietta, and Kelly C. from Berkeley Lake. Thank you all, all of our donors this Thank hour. Thank you, everybody. We'd love more coming in. So help us out, 470-508-1160. Thanks for that update, Rachel. And, and Jane, thanks for, for being here. This is really uh, awesome information that you're sharing with our, our listeners. And Steph was talking about businesses underwriting uh, the quest, and we hope some folks do do sign up for that uh, for that category. But it seems like the Equality Act would have really far-reaching effect just on business in general and a lot of professions, not just the ones that seem to be kind of in the bullseye, you know, the charities and schools and and women. Talk a little bit about that. It does. For one thing, the Equality Act greatly expands the definition of public accommodations. It's already illegal to discriminate on the basis of race or sex or that sort of thing. Um, in connection with public accommodations, but the, that's usually referred to as, as hotels, restaurants, that sort of thing. Equality Act expands that to every conceivable business that you could even think of. Women's shelters. Women's shelters would have to allow transgender people in in um, to spend the night in the shelters. It would affect law offices. It would affect doctor's offices. And this is one of the really disturbing things about the act is the effect it would have on the medical profession Mm. because it would prohibit discrimination 
against um, sexual orientation, gender identity, which means, for example, say you're a surgeon and you do um, mastectomies for cancer. But if you do that, but if you refuse to do a mastectomy on a woman who wants to look like a man, then you could be guilty of discrimination. You would have to do that. If you do um, hysterectomies based on on medical problems that require hysterectomy, but you refuse to do that because it's not medically indicated and you think that it's it's actually quite harmful on a teenage girl who wants a hysterectomy because she doesn't want the, the women parts anymore then you would be guilty of discrimination. And uh, this is perhaps the most egregious thing about the entire act. If you are accused of discrimination based on the Equality Act, you could not claim religious reasons for that. You could not claim your religious liberty. Right now there's a federal statute called the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which allows people to rely on the teachings of their faith to not have to do certain things. The Equality Act says that you cannot use that statute to defend what you did. So it means the end of conscience protections for the medical profession. This is the cancel culture to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. Absolutely to the nth degree. We only have a couple minutes left, and uh, we have... We have a couple things that I wanted to get to. Does the Equality Act affect abortion and abortion rights? Yes. Yes, it does. It um, it protects the a, a woman's so-called right to have an abortion because that's part of reproductive health care. So if you're refusing to abort a baby, that means that you are discriminating against her, against her, the mother, because of her sex. And so it would be the end of conscience rights in refusing to contribute to the abortion culture. Wow. Well, just one one quick question, and then I'll ask uh, Steph to to take us uh, take us home. Um, sitting here today, what are the chances that that this bill passes? From your experience, that's hard to say. Um, People might want to see what Joe Manchin is talking about. He's a senator from West Virginia, and he's the one who says, no, he's going to stick by the filibuster. If he does that, he's a Democrat. He's, mm-hmm. you know, so-called conservative Democrat. If he does that, this won't pass. If he folds, and the pressure on him to fold is enormous, and he doesn't have a good track record of, of dealing with the pressure, then the filibuster may be gone, and if the filibuster's gone, this act will be passed. We need a new chapter to Profiles and Courage. We do indeed. Right. You know, there's something that I thought I heard. I don't know if it was a video or if it was on television. And maybe you can tell me if I kind of misunderstood this, but that it's possible that this act could be piggybacked onto something else so that it might not need the 60 votes and that it could come up in the middle of the night under something else and that that they could have people guarding like uh, that are against it be guarding the floor to let everybody know what that it could be, you know, coming in under the cover of night or something like that for a vote. Is that do you think that's possible or not that likely? I I guess it's possible. I actually know more about legislative shenanigans on the state level than I do on the federal level. (laughs) Um, But that kind of thing does it does, in fact, happen. It would surprise me if that happened with this, just because this is such a huge and controversial one. Yes. And I think that they 
um, might step back from that a little bit, but anything could happen. And as I say, they think this is their great time to get what they need, and they might be willing to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we need to be praying, folks. We need to be praying that this does not get an enacted for the sake of our church, our children, our our religious rights, our our health rights, our business rights. This is really something. This is this is big. This is really big. And Jane, we really really appreciate you being here this morning and, and explaining this just top to bottom for us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jane. It's so knowledgeable. We'd love to have you come back sometime. Will you uh, do that? I would love to. Anytime. Great. God bless you for being here with us during this drive, too. We have a $1,000 match this hour. So, guys, keep those calls coming in. And, Rachel, how did we do so far? Um, We are doing very well. Real quick, Jane, you got a shout-out from Betty Ann. So, thank you, Betty Ann, for (laughs) calling (laughs) in. Um, So, we actually, we made our $1,000 match this hour. Are you hear right. Yeah, you hear our bell ringing, <laughs> our celebratory bell, and our total for this hour is $1,420. So thank you so much to all of our donors. Please keep calling in. We've got, what, 17 more hours to go. So keep calling in, supporting your Atlanta Catholic Radio. And we're trying to make 125000 over these three days. So we need a lot of help, guys. Pray for us and keep listening, okay? 470-508-1160. Thanks, everybody.